Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello? Happy August! Oh, happy folklore, August week. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was that? That was um, a UFO. Oh, Post Malone has seen many. What? Post Malone did an interview, and he said he's seen many UFOs lately oh. because of all the UFO news. You know what? I Sure. Why not? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me at this point. I mean, seriously, like, add it to the list. I don't... Take me next. Exactly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only, your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about the excellence of Beyonce and Legends Only. I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. Welcome back, everyone. And as always, before we get started, we want to give a huge shout out to all of our supporters on patreon.com slash legends only. This week, your bonus episode, we are bringing back a segment we like to call... <laughs> Act the Fool, girl. I'm here. Act the Fool. We will be running through some of the clownery moments. <laughs> <sighs> you know, she's a material girl. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, the material clown costume. You know what? Tears of a Clown came true this week and that's what i'll say about that see you on patreon yes for just two dollars a month on patreon you can get bonus episodes there are a lot now which um you know so it's all there and also (laughs) we wanted to announce well not announce because it's been out there we just don't promo it ever because we're bad at promoing our own podcast oh right oh that's right i forgot yeah We are also on YouTube, so if you are at work and you can't listen to a podcast or you're on a computer, all of our episodes are on YouTube. You can stream them there. We are Legends Only on YouTube as well. Just wanted to plug that because, you know, we like to be accessible. Stream it on all platforms. Like, be like a Swifty. Add us, you know, like, put up the YouTube, put on... The Spotify, like stream it all on every single device you have, please. 
Yes, Legends Only, the Cardigan remix coming next week, acoustic version. (laughs) (laughs) We better be on the top of the bubbling under charts. (laughs) One day. (laughs) All right, well, let's jump into this new episode. It is a new episode, a new month, and there's been some... New year, new us. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, still a nightmare. (laughs) Literally. um, New month and also um, some new life in the world, which, you know, uh, uh, welcome to the world. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Yes. Welcome um, to year 3000. Not quite, though. (laughs) Right. Not much (laughs) has changed, but we live underwater. Speaking of, uh, my king, Joe Jonas, has welcomed a new Bobie into the world. Willa Ford. <laughs> Willa, Ford. <laughs> Willa Ford, Jonas uh, the, f- the first, Sophie Turner. I actually don't know her full name. I don't know. But either. we're going to guess it's Willa Ford, Turner Jonas. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yes, my king has had a Bobie. Congratulations to... Sophie and Joe, I'm like, I love them. They're so cute as a couple. They really are. And they get to just cocoon with their Bobby and enjoy the moment. Real, real intimate, real, just tight quarters. Yeah. I no mean, escape. Give it up for everyone having babies right now. That's probably. I know. We got to give it up for Joe, Sophie, Necky. Ciara. Uh, what? Ciara just gave birth. Wait, What? Yes. How did I miss that? She was pregnant? Oh, yeah. She was pregnant. She had another Bobby with her husband, Russell Wilson. And uh, his name is Wynn. Like W-I-N? Yeah. Wow. So Willa Wynn. Wilson. All she does is win. And she popped out that baby with, and then she took like that, a mask selfie. Huh. I mean, superwoman. Just anybody giving birth right now, I can only imagine your fear of delivering plus... COVID is like unreal. Oh, I can't even imagine how terrifying that must be. Yeah. But nope, she just welcomed Wynn Harrison Wilson. Oh, that's a cute. I like it, the flow of that. Yeah. I like Wynn. It's very, uh, very positive. So congrats to all these people having Bobby. Yeah. And Nikki and Katie on the way. Katie has been pregnant for 87 years. Yeah. She's having a Mariah moment, I feel like. Remember? Like, when Mariah had the twins, like it felt like eight years. She has absolutely been pregnant for two years at least and has done every interview in the world about it. Bless her. You and, know what I'll say about Katie though? Yeah. She is putting in work in this oh, era. She is. While she really pregnant is. with her Bobby. She's, dare I say, Uh-oh. doing it better than some of the girls while pregnant. Well, in Certain quarantine. girl dropped an album and then walked away. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> what are you saying about Brooke Hogan's EP? No. <laughs> um, no, like the American Idol performance I thought was so underrated. It was super Very innovative. Not to give that a quarantine performance nomination, but we'll right? get to that. Yeah, we'll get to the VMAs in a little bit. Um, like, yeah, no, I think she's done an incredible job considering she is very, very pregnant and also has, she's up against, for lack of a better term, a flop album campaign. Like Witness is known as being 
getting backlash and being criticized. And now she's up against that hill. Yeah. So unfortunately she did. The latest stumble is uh, the album was pushed back a bit and she announced that by having um, pie thrown into her face. Always ahead of the joke, calling herself a clown. Right. I mean, I'm kind of like, not that I ever lost respect for Katie, but like I appreciate that she's trying, like she's putting in effort yeah, and she doesn't have to. Like she literally could have just been like, peace, I'm pregnant, bye. And she's still just creative and like was super innovative before a lot of other artists were, I don't know. I just, I have a little like spot in my heart for my little Katie. My little Catherine Hudson. Yeah, my little Catherine. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know. This has just been a series of misfortunes. But you know what? The album's coming. And do we know we if her and Nikki are having girls or boys? Katie's having a girl for sure. I don't know if we know about Nikki yet. Hmm. But Nikki just dropped a new verse that was highly anticipated Move Your Hips with ASAP Ferg. And she was going to have Everybody Wants New Body with. Kanye, which became like a TikTok hit, even though it wasn't released, it was just leaked. And then Kanye is having his Kanye moment. So I do not feel like that will ever come out. But she's also keeping herself musically front and center while being pregnant. I mean, the girls are doing it backwards and in heels. Someday (laughs) we will understand. Someday we will. I feel like there was something I was going to say about Bobies and Katie, and I can't remember what it was, but like it obviously wasn't important then. Um, mm. Yeah, whatever. Well, speaking of uh, TikToks, actually, with the Nikki New Body Verse charting, there is a one clown of the week that we forgot to mention. <laughs> right. Speaking <laughs> of. And he does not make a smile. No, that is true. And he's not a singer. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, TikTok might be getting. We don't stand Ben, and we certainly don't stand this one. It's Donald Trump, everyone. (laughs) Oh man, Uh, yeah. So this, in my opinion, I was expecting this to happen. I saw it in the whatever you want to call it. The writing on the wall. Yeah, the crayon writing on the wall. Um, (laughs) I mean, this I think is something that we, you and I, have seen. Like we've seen the death of MySpace. We have seen, to some degree, the death of Facebook. Some would say a certain era of Facebook. I feel like this is different. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, I'll just say, like, every app that we have is stealing our information. And we've even known it on a grand scale with Facebook. And we've just let it happen. The fact that TikTok is Chinese-owned and therefore labeled a threat, more of a threat, especially considering all of his rhetoric of calling it the China virus and everything, just feels like he is purposely ramping up the anti-Chinese sentiment. And in my opinion, this is just the latest move to sort of create tension. Right. Well, I mean, that's all he does is react. Yeah. So right. I even think like Sarah Cooper, the comedian who's had the huge rise on TikTok for making fun of him. Yes. What? single-handedly could be the one reason why he's like, I'm going to ban TikTok is <laughs> because he got it made fun be, of once. Yeah, not be unlike him. So right. yeah, I don't think we even mentioned, but yeah, Trump is claiming that he's going to ban TikTok, though he did claim to do it as soon as Saturday and that did not happen. So we don't know if he's all talk. He t- sometimes does threaten things without doing them, but we'll see. Yeah. 
But I do think it's a, a real possibility, you yeah. know. Save your drafts. Yeah. And uh, Charlie D'Amelio, Hype House, start migrating to YouTube, start uploading, start selling merch. Uh, they are. Do you see them all? Like everyone is going. I do. I do. And I feel, you know, I feel for people, but it's also like, I've said this so many times, I think like, I'm yeah. no, I'm no like mega influencer in any way, shape or form. But I've always said like, you can never put your eggs in one basket. If anyone is listening and they're a creator, like I've always like offered that advice. You never this know. A platform. If you're going to make the internet your job, you better expect that it will continue to evolve and change and everything yeah. could be wiped away in a second. And that is kind of the volatile nature of working on the internet. Yeah. And all of the, you know, the, um, the, uh, spying, stealing information, all the technical stuff, oh, yeah. put that aside, even just music alone. Like we don't know, like there could be, you know, these music labels could jump in and I mean, it would be dumb in my opinion, because I've also said this about Vine and Tumblr. Like it's a way for artists to get their songs heard. Like we've seen this memes, you know, still oh, the, the takedowns, the DMCA. Yeah, takedown. I still get fucking takedowns on Twitter. And I'm like, I used 10 seconds of your song and it was a meme. And then everyone went and listened to your song, like fucking relax. But like, even that could become a thing where a label is like, I don't want any of these songs ever on TikTok again. And then, what's there going to be to dance to? And it could just slowly die out. Like there's so many, there's so many things that could happen here. So just start trying new creative outlets is my advice. I 100% support that. And so we are wishing the best to Lauren Gray, Charlie D'Amelio, uh, that one sparkling really energy, one, sparkling energy. I don't care about foremost. any of these kids. They're going to be fine. Mommy. They're going to figure uh, it out. I am worried about my sparkling energy. I'm worried about all of witch talk. Um, oh, that's right. That's a, a thing. That is a thing. Uh, there's so many sub-genres of TikTok, though, but they will overcome. And also, just, like, create the platform in America, and it'll probably launch next week. Like, I... Well, there's, there's also Yeah, Microsoft is already in talks with the U.S. arm of TikTok, so it might even be a non-issue, and they might acquire it. Just someone bring back Vine, please. Just like reboot Vine as it was. We're ready for Vine 2.0. Yeah, like actually throw in a little bit of advertising like TikTok's service did and then boom, there you go. Bring it back. (laughs) None of the girls can compare to Vine still, in my opinion. TikTok's been great. Does not compare. Like Vine, we may need to do our own episode on Vine because I could... It would just be a 60-minute compilation audio file have you been seeing the viners on tiktok recently i have some some sad some some still got it right i'm like some are just like showing their clip and being like i'm not seven anymore i was literally gonna bring her up she's like i'm not seven (laughs) and then it reminded me i was like everyone keeps saying i'm like two nine years old i'm 11 so shut the fuck up like where is she (laughs) i need to know where she like what is she doing these days where's the suck my ass girl like oh my god the suck my ass girl definitely has like some sort of empire right we don't even know about yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh anyway whatever we'll see what happens yeah we'll see you maybe on tiktok if not we'll see you on the next platform i know i want to consult for sparkling energy and 
give her a YouTube channel. We'll give her a DM. Right? Like, should I just quit my job and go consult Sparkling Energy? I don't see why not. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, while we wait for the announcement of TikTok's banning, we have another announcement that came out as well that's a little more exciting, despite some hiccups with Madonna. Miss <laughs> Dula Peep is officially coming out with the remix that we talked about last week. Yes, the rumors are true. And also, uh, with a bonus, uh, we had always said Dua and Madonna rumors. Well, it's with Missy, too, and uh, remixed by the artist formerly known as the Black Madonna, now the Blessed Madonna. So she's a DJ. And everyone was like, who is the fourth? And that is who that is. I loved then- the, is that Tyler Oakley? <laughs> <laughs> Killed me. <laughs> Um, it's hallucinate, right? Or is it levitating? It's levitating. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Of course, it has been dampered by Madonna promoting Facebook on conspiracy theories, which we dive into in the Patreon bonus episode yes. of the Act of Fool Girl special. But I'll just uh, leave my anger aside and say I'm lukewarm excited for this now, solely for Dua to get her shine. Yeah. You know, she's been singing the praises of Confessions, this whole album era. She's been singing the praises of Madonna. The stars all aligned, and now it's happening. And damn it, she better not get fucked up because Madonna decided to post a misinformation meme. You know, just... Love and light. (laughs) Love and light. Yeah, literally. I'm like, (laughs) just... I don't even know. Just... We'll just wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, I, yeah, great. Just log <laughs> out fine. until it comes out, please, Madonna. Right? Like, I would just like to nap for the next week. Lourdes, please take your mother's phone if you're listening. Hide it somewhere while she's doing her morning stretches with her boyfriend. Change the password. Add a couple yeah. exclamation Change points. It from <laughs> living for love to something else. <laughs> Born this way. One. <laughs> <laughs> underscore two. <laughs> oh. uh, well, speaking of Dua and also acclaim or the lack thereof. <laughs> and announcements. Yes, announcements. The MTV VMAs, which are surprisingly still a thing, have announced the nominations for this year's event, which is apparently happening in person, which I have a million questions about anyway. Yeah. Um, but the most noteworthy part of it, so Ariana and Gaga both have nine nominations each, leading the pack. Um, fine with that. That's great. But it's Dua what she deserves. That, yes. Dua, however, did not directly get a nomination herself in any of the mains, any of the main categories. She got four in the technical categories, but those will go to the director, the choreographer, etc. She didn't get best pop video, best video overall, which, I mean, just for physical and break my heart alone, like there should have been a nomination I mean, there. It's just appalling. It, it <laughs> sickens me. I woke up this morning, I was so in, in, a, in a rage about what they are doing. <laughs> it's clownery. It's just injustice. But also, as I vented in my viral tweet... Awards are bullshit and nominations are bullshit and Brady didn't even get a VMA until 2008. And it's just, sometimes you got to sit back and laugh because it it means nothing. The VMAs, actually the award itself doesn't mean much because some of the most iconic pop videos weren't even winners. So, right. 
then I, you know, then I calm down and take a Xanax and then I'm like, all right, but (laughs) I will say too, like it's, and this makes me sad because obviously I grew up on MTV and TRL is the reason why I'm even in this industry. Like if it was not for TRL, I never would have been inspired to be in the industry that I'm in. This is like a turning point where I feel like this could mark the end of the Video Music Awards as we know it. Yeah, because to have like a lapse in, you know, having the perform, like I don't doubt that Gaga and Ariana are going to like beam in an incredible performance of Rain on Me finally. Like they they seem to be the stars of the night. I would assume they're going to do that. The BET Awards did a phenomenal job with their award show of like remote performances that were just fucking amazing, which we talked about. Right. But I think that you have a point and I mean, MTV literally means nothing to Gen Z at all. Like no. it doesn't register as anything other than having Jersey Shore family vacation and like various reality shows and they don't even, that's not a thing. So I feel like there, it, it's this general idea that MTV means something, but it doesn't, it meant something to us because we experienced it and had MTV. And it was singular. Like there was no other right. outlet. It was there was the no iHeart. Yeah. There impact. No- and now it's like, there's this idea that it means something important, but we just don't know why anymore at right. all. And unless so, they really blow everyone else out of the water, it's going to be like, you know, people are doing Twitch streams and live streams on YouTube that are... Oh, vastly eclipsing their their streams, yeah. of course. I don't know. You know, I mean, Overwatch or Fortnite could turn around and do the Fortnite Awards and it would just eclipse them hardcore. It's just... Yeah. It's just uh, the last legs of, of this whole thing. And to be honest, I'm not super sad about award shows going away because I've always had a problem with like the subjectiveness of who wins these things anyway and and everyone's bitching about it constantly and and yeah and I they are I mean this is maybe me being too transparent but like I feel like these award shows for the most part are for advertisers and not necessarily a focus on the content of the actual shows but that's just yeah and I would certainly say the VMA since 2015 have been the whoever shows up awards like we'll get you the sleep show up. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm fine with it. It had an amazing legacy, especially for our faves. Brittany's the queen of VMAs. It's just like it, it's sort of a relic. Yeah. But I will say, you know, on an optimistic note, I do think that it is a really it's a pivot, but it's also an interesting point to really get innovative and maybe do something that is unique and different and could completely revitalize like it's not all negative like a door open yeah like it could be really great and be something new and different and maybe not this year like we've been cheering for mtv to turn it around because we want them to have that brand that means something for so long like the relaunch of trl all of that was like we're rooting for them Mm to have their former glory on itunes but it just has yeah. never fully fleshed out yet, but there's a chance they could do the award shows better than anyone else. It is true. I think I've, there's anything that people need right now. It's a good three hours of music and entertainment. So I'm yeah. excited to see my expectations are low, but that means, you know, <laughs> right. it could be really awesome. Like 
you know, like the Cascade set that I talked about like weeks yeah. ago. I was, my jaw was on. Jacob like, Sartorius live at the Skittles oh Lounge. Jacob! <laughs> Another Vine reference. Yeah, but no, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I mean, we're doing it now, like at work. It's all new. Everything's different. It's a chance to create something new. So we'll see. But Godspeed, TV. Also, like, there were so many other at-home performances that should have been nominated. Like, they should have done... Yeah, see, their nominations do not give me good faith that this is on the right path at all. No. This is like... If anything, honestly, they should have nominated every artist who did some form of an at-home performance and just had fans vote. Yeah. Like, call attention to everyone, not just, like, who was on your network. Like, Break Your Heart when Dua did it on The Tonight Show was so cool and yeah. so awesome. Look, I don't know. Anyway, we could go on for this for like a fucking hour, but VMA's deep dive. Coming soon. Could be a good one. Yeah, for sure it would be. When are they again? End of the month? It should be at the end of August. Yeah. Or wait, VMA's 2020. I want to get this right to not Sunday, August 30th. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? So far away. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, I'm just so like, right? It's like everything from now till then just feels like a void. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> Something like that, yes. Well, whatever. Uh, see you then. Um, see you then. What ooh, happened? Oh, yes. Noah could be fun, which is probably what? illegal. But like uh-huh. at this point, who cares? Come for me. Um, like a live watch party with uh, like our Patreon Legends Only fans. I've wanted to do that if we can stream it through like Twitch and just chat in the chat room or something. Um, probably get shut down on Twitch. Okay. Maybe we could do something where it's like we are all watching and we just tell everyone to like watch on their screen at home and uh-huh. we just like sit and hang out with everyone and like commentate a live. An AOL chat room. Yeah. I would <gasps> do that for sure. It's on a Sunday night? Yeah. Okay. We'll have to flag that. Leave a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send us a comment. Send us a tweet. Let us know. Would you want to join in on that? That could be kind of fun. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so excited for that now. Um, shall we get into the new music of the week? Yes. Let's dive in. Oh, I'll first give a quick shout out. We missed the segment last week, but the hashtag MC30, Mariah Carey, 30th anniversary this week. Just to fill you in, we got the Emotions EP, the Make It Happen EP, remastered Emotions and Make It Happen music videos, and Can't Let Go live at Top of the Pops all this week from Queen Mimi, ever-giving, ever-elusive Chanteuse. She's an icon, she's a legend, and she is the moment. She has 30 years of moments, and that is the latest uh, from Mariah. Um, Check out the EPs available on streaming. The Make It Happen EP has, like, live at Madison Square Garden, VH1 Divas performance. Oh, VH1 Divas. Legendary. Fucking iconic. Yes. The days. The kids, they don't know. No. Aretha, Celine. Celine had a wonderful moment on Canada's Drag Race. They did Night of a Thousand Celines. A thousand Indians. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> new remix. Uh, Coming soon. Isn't it crazy that like 
we grew up on like divas live and the kids these days are like doing savage dances on tiktok and like that's their version of divas live is like charlie d'amelio and like the other one addison ray yeah like that's this generation's that's divas, divas live, live you know is like 15 that's... second choreography dance moves with like no leg movement <laughs> we grew up watching mariah whitney celine willa ford yeah. equally vocally gifted yes Ugh. addison ray they should do Divas Live, put them all on streaming. Someone listening, do it. Yes, they should. Anyway, speaking Let's of Divas. To the many Divas of this week. So I have only one music recommendation for the week because I've admittedly <laughs> been watching uh, crime documentaries on Netflix. You know, trying to escape the hell of the times today, I'm going and watching documentaries about the New York City mob. Um, Fear City on Netflix, highly recommend. Um, anyway, so there is a remix that just came out by Jess Glynn and Dario G of Sunshine with Real Love, and it is a mashup. And do you know, like, Sunshine? It's Sunshine. Is it Sunshine or Sunshine? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I listened to it at some point during New Music Friday when I was listening to everything. Yeah. So Sunshine by Dario G. I don't know. I feel like I got introduced to it, honestly, at Fire Island years ago. It was just always playing in the house. And I was like, this is a bop. And it always just reminds me of summer for some reason. And it got remixed. And I was like, this is so random. But it's so good. It's so summer. I wish I could be like out dancing and shaking my tits to it, but just something fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know like why I love Sunshine so much. Well, it was a hit, so, you know. It's so it, it's timeless. It's a classic. It's a classic. Ugh, it's so good. Was it just Glenn in like some heat recently for saying something about Dua? Oh, I don't know if she said something about Dua, but I think or she, she pronounced gotten... her name wrong or something. Oh. Wait, that's coming. That sounds familiar. I can't. Who, honestly, at this point, who cares? Oh, she says, I don't know what future nostalgia is. Oh, it was very like, what the fuck is MDNA? Yeah. Well, you know, the VMAs also said, I don't know what future nostalgia is, too. So. (laughs) And they are trash for it. And you know what? She'll prove them wrong. Yeah. So shout out to Jess Glenn, Clean Bandit, and Dario G for making a summer bop that I can't shake my tits to, but I will power walk to it in the park. <laughs> well, I have a few. It was a pretty packed uh, New Music Friday. Um, there are a bunch of bops and sad bangers. I have to say, I really like the Sam Smith, My Oasis. I kind of feel like Sam is hitting every time. Dancing with a Stranger, How Do I Sleep?, or how do you sleep, rather? And my oasis, like I'm really into this, like crystalline, sad sort of vibe. Yeah. So there's definitely a cohesive vibe here. There is. There's a vibe. The return of Miss Bully Eyelash, Miss Billy Eilish, returns with my future, which is surprisingly positive. It's her kind of quarantine anthem about you know her future, and starts off. You'd think maybe. Very somber. And then halfway through comes this almost jazzy jam session, and it's pretty upbeat. What was that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked. I was shook, yeah. I was like, Um, oh, oh, 
And I but was you know like, what? shaking my same person that stand Catherine McPhee's over it. I feel like she has a ton of musical interests that she's only just begun in her own music. And I mean, not to like stereotype her as like sad girl music, but I would think that her quarantine song would be depressing. And instead, in in her interview, she she's like, "We have to hold on to hope." Yeah, I'm choosing to be positive about. I can't wait to meet my future in a few years. I like that. That that works for me. Yeah, it's really so, optimistic. It is, and I think especially as the you know unofficial Gen Z icon, they kind of need their queen to give them some hope. So yeah. I think it's a good message to send. And um, I just really love what she is doing with her vocals on it. Like, it's very pretty. It is. Yeah, I I really like Billy. So this is another win. And it has definitely been a minute since her last, like, single. So this was a good good launching point. Um, know so what I'm that. curious about? Oh, what? I want to know if Brittany has heard this. <gasps> well, exactly, because... We know she's, she's a fan. fan. She's a big fan. And I know that we are taking a break from the quarantine knee. Uh-huh. But like something about hearing the song, my first thought when I heard this song and how good it made me feel and like optimistic. And I was like, oh, wow, this like really lifted my spirit this morning. Well, when you guys hear it, it'll be like a day later. Saturday morning while I was walking, I listened to this and... I kind of thought, like, you know, is Britney having that same kind of a moment? I don't know. It just made me feel good when I listened to it. And I was like, is Britney somewhere in the distance in her living room listening to this too and thinking good vibes, positive thoughts, feeling good? I hope. Yeah. And I, you know, I will bet pretty positively that she is going to hear this if she hasn't already. She was, like, up at whatever time, like, ready to stream it when it dropped. (laughs) Right. She's a real eyelash. (laughs) (laughs) yes we hope she's out there listening to my future and dancing um speaking of dancing one of my many queens i love her miss tony braxton true legend she's an icon but she's not somebody that you think about all the time i'll kill you i was gonna say if you were (laughs) here in this room (laughs) what if i said that throw that soundboard out yeah (laughs) smashes my ipad (laughs) oh uh, the Unbreak My Heart Herself is back. She's got a new album uh, coming out at the end of August, and she has a new single out called Dance. The uh, The concept of dance is, you know, dancing, and it's disco-tinged. She's right on trend. It's a fun bop about going out and uh, getting over the man, and I'm just really happy she's back. She has one of my favorite voices in pop, period, just the whole industry, just such an instantly recognizable deep voice that I love so much. So I'm ready I love for the it. Cover. Oh yes. I, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of the cover. And it's a big surprise in general because she her last album was in twenty eighteen. So it's cool that she's turned it around that fast already. So her I'm song from that album is a I can't think of it. Shit. Long as I live. Yes. Fucking Bop. Oh, my song of twenty eighteen. Underrated Bop and underrated music video. Oh my god, she's dancing! Like, hello. Yeah, she's she's like, serving giving... in that music uh, video. Thank you. I I just I feel like she doesn't get nearly the amount of respect that she or like reverence that she should get for like her legacy, right? And isn't it something because she doesn't like to perform or like what is it like? 
She just doesn't like travel and do press and stuff a lot. She definitely doesn't, but she does. She tours. Yeah. She, um, but you know, I mean, she is on Braxton Family Values and all of that. So good. <laughs> but you know, speaking of super quick, I feel like we just want to give our love and send our love, yes, positive to vibes Tamar. to Tamar. I yes fucking love her she my interactions that i had with her at watch what happens live she was an absolute sweet funny nice just angel and she was so sweet she just dominated as a guest judge on legendary she Mm -hmm. had a show-stopping intro um she really stole the show so yeah we definitely want to send all of our positive vibes to the family to her to everybody around her and yeah, this is not an easy year and not an easy journey for everybody. So no. send in love to all the Braxtons. And yeah, so that is Miss Tony's dance. Highly recommend. Speaking of dancing, uh, another queen from our days of yore, Miss Mel- Melanie C, the Spice Girls, is going strong with her own album, self-titled, coming out a little later this year. And her latest single is In and Out of Love. My favorite from the campaign is still her first one. It's called Who I Am, uh, with this like music video inside a museum of different Sporty Spice eras. Very good. This one's also a bop, and she seems to be just coming through with a solid dance record. So She's really kept it going. She has. You have to give it up for her. She just And she's still giving you the pop star fantasy. It's choreo, yeah. dancers, colors, all that. Vocals. Vocals. So... Always happy to see a Spice Girl in action. Always. Except for Victoria. You better get back in the studio. <sighs> I feel like every <laughs> single week on this podcast, I'm always like, power of four needs one girl more. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a Hope broken you record. To the new single, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, and more legends coming to the forefront once again. It, it's kind of feeling like the 90s. Queen Brandy is back with a new album called B7 that I am still digging into. It's been a lot of new music, and we just got through um, what we'll be talking about at the end of this episode. But B7 sounds like a code word for a Britney album, but it is, in fact, a Brandy album. I admittedly was like, <laughs> Oh my God, B7? I was like, yeah. B7? I was like, who? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I like had no idea which B it was at first. Yeah, I know. There are a few, but... Um, Get into it. I think the the one that really jumped for me is Borderline, and mm. um, <clears throat> there's a few others that I'm still getting into. But uh, the vocal bible, she just the runs, the melodies, she she sings, and she's trying to find out why Cinderella is not on Disney Plus. Importantly, so she has a point. <laughs> she definitely does. Unless they're saving uh, it for like a moment, but you never know. But. I want to shout out something about this, though, that, like, this is so stupid, but, like, maybe someone else out there really appreciated it, too. I love the cover, the photo, stunning, but more specifically, yes, yes, the old Brandy logo, and very few people do this. Right, like, Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey, she has never changed that fucking font for 30 years. You see that (laughs) font, and you were like, that is Mariah Carey. Yeah. That Brandy logo, I and like I haven't, you know, I'm not the biggest like Brandy stan, but like I right. saw it and I was like, oh my god, that is the Brandy logo, 
And I just, I don't know. I just like appreciated it. It was like a legacy moment. It made me feel something. It made me feel happiness. It's, I, I like anybody who, you know, embraces the legacy, any sort of icon yeah. embracing the legacy is like, thank you. Yes. I totally agree with you. Does anyone else have that? Like um, a specific um, logo that's carried through? Like Mariah stands out the the strongest for me. Yeah, Kylie had a one for a good while that she's and it it's deviated, but it's kind of the essence of it is the same, but it's still deviated. Um, no. Trying to think who else. I mean, Britney's fonts have sort of kind of had character to them. Like I feel like the Oops font and yeah, I don't know, but yeah, we we love a a brand being carried through the years. We do. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and then real quickly, um, Roisin Murphy, who I name dropped a lot along with the Jesse Ware album. She's queen of quirky, cool disco electronica music for years and years. And her album in 2007 overpowered is like up there with the must haves of, of like blackout and all of that era, just like the best album. She's coming back with a new album, Roisin Machine. Oh and my that, God, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a top to bottom, listen the whole way through kind of album of like straight disco dancing and it's sounding really good so far. So, Isn't it so wild how this year the girls have been saving us <sighs> with dance and yeah. we can't? Somebody said on Twitter that they hope that there's going to be a themed night at clubs in the future of just the year 2020, and it's all the music that we couldn't dance to, and I have to agree. Uh, I'm going to make you do that, so okay, yeah, exactly. it's like, going to be you. queuing up the playlist. Um, so do you guys love clubbing? <laughs> Are you dancers? Honestly, is. I know that we always like have these chats because it's like a mix of us, you know, doing a show podcast, but like also us literally just talking to each other as friends. Yeah. And I feel like we constantly, well, I feel like I'm guilty or then you, um, of throwing out ideas that I don't always get to make come to fruition. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> sure. I feel like we could literally, whenever we're allowed to see humans again, do a party that's called, so are you dancers? Oh, and just invite 1, all of our legends only fans and do a yeah. 2020 recap. I love that idea. It's happening. Done. We've got time to plan that one. We do. And we're going to have to figure out what club to go to since there are going to be none left. So we're going to have to build one ourselves and then we'll go from there. Oh. Literally, like all the places are Brad. closed. Brad. I, so I just literally was like, oh. Like it's so true. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not lying. Like literally there's going to be no venue to go to. Everywhere's closing. Well, we won't we won't live with that okay, idea. Okay, so right let's gonna, manifest. Um, we'll manifest. 2021 summer <laughs> at the Brooklyn Mirage. Yes. All the entire Brooklyn Mirage. Yeah. We're just going to invite all gays and yeah. all of our Legends Only fans. And we're going to have a 2020 at 4 disco dance party all night. Any chicken fingers at their outdoor Ooh, yes. Like, I just want to go to Brooklyn Mirage and shake my tits and drunkenly eat chicken fingers at four in the morning again. It was really fun. Right? 
Aren't you so Wednesday, glad that I dragged you out to that venue and we got to experience it before the world ended? I'm very grateful that we went to the insane castle EDM. <laughs> it was so fun. Anyway. It really was. Castle Walls. Anyway. Um, stream that now on Spotify. Yeah. Legendina so, and TI. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I cried at that, uh, that song a lot. But anyway. Oh, um, <laughs> um, okay. So... <laughs> Something more personal. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we talked about some awards earlier in the evening, but... We did. Well, more, whenever you're listening. And uh, there are more awards that we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some that I won't be getting. Uh, <laughs> I tried and failed at uh, getting an Emmy nomination this year. You know, fits with everything else in life, That's so it's year. fine. This um, year doesn't count. It's fine. It was an effort that was, you know, it was. Um, <laughs> but you know who did get Emmy nominations? Rightfully so. Who? Cheer. And you Give know what Cheer gave us? What? This. High fashion. <laughs> oh, so Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Give it up for Monica. Give it up for Lexi, Gabby, Jerry. You know what? This production should get an Emmy nom next year of high fashion editorial. Yeah, maybe so. Spoken word. (laughs) Outstanding performance in a 10 second theme song goes to (laughs) sound mixing. Uh huh. Isn't there one for sound mixing? Yeah. Well, let's submit next year. I'll get writing the essay. Let's do it. Um, You know, it's what they deserve. I actually do feel like they have a really strong chance. I may be biased in just... What is the actual category? Is it reality um, show? I think it was... Like docuseries? um, Unscripted reality program. Because all the the titles are like very exaggerated. So it's like outstanding performance in a reality non-scripted program of whatever retro gypsy moments of whatever... Um, that's the official title. Uh, I didn't make that up. Well, just um, the idea that Lexi is Emmy nominated. Yes. Also, I think like directing and like some of the technical categories, but nice. Um, it's what they deserve. I'm very excited. And I hate awards, but I'm happy for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, also oh, yes, too, like yeah. for them as characters in the first season, like as we know, well, you know, it's not a spoiler. Like you only go to that school for two years you know, this could be like a one-off series. We don't know yet. So like, it's what they deserve. Absolutely. I know a few other people deserve accolades in our even more prestigious category of high fashion editorial. Yes, everyone. For the grand (laughs) finale of this episode, we will be presenting the awards for outstanding performance in high fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Beginning with best performance at a gay event. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're going to hate me for doing this, and so are all of our listeners. Another idea. Uh, all right. End of the year, what the Legends the... Only Awards. Oh, we oh we actually that's, do need to do that. Uh, that's a great... Best dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding performance on the soundboard. That you don't think of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's an icon, but she's not someone that you think about all the time. <laughs> Ghost too. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. I'm not looking forward to the rest of this year, but that is enough to make me look forward to December. Great point. We're gonna put it in the itinerary. What would be our statue that we give? Oh, um, hmm. Well, hmm. 
Right? Like, what would it, what would a Legends-only award? A dove. <laughs> and we give away a thousand of them. To every winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have to be that or, like, a gold Chromatica jockstrap. Something. <laughs> right. An exclusive <laughs> review on MewMews.com. <laughs> Printed out. And mailed. Winners receive a full year of hotel stays in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, this is really funny. We can make up like all fake sponsors and like ridiculous oh, we're doing award titles. And we can have a fan favorite vote. <laughs> oh my Greatest God. Greatest fashion friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway sorry enough enough of this tomfoolery speaking of fun fashion friends the glad awards were this week. oh my god <laughs> and the duo that has just been doing it doing it well all quarantine chloe and who, holly who, and, who. and oh they did it with a twist mm-hmm. as the spice girls at the glad awards and then we had three guests from Drag Race. We had, it was Naomi Smalls, Miss Fangie, and Mayhem Miller. They assumed the other three roles, and we got the Spice Girls at the Abbey. Right, I was wondering where that was filmed at. I'm pretty sure it's the Abbey. Yeah. Um, impeccable, incredible, always, never the same. And see, that is like how you know that someone is a legend where you can make a simple reference like the way that they did in the fashions. Yes. That this is a Spice Girls homage. And I was just like, and it was like sexy and cool. Like they made them feel modern yes. Spice Girls. It wasn't like dress up. It wasn't costume. It wasn't costume. It wasn't exactly. It's like you're paying homage, just like sort of how they give you moments that are like, oh, that's Aaliyah. Oh, that's Janet in their looks. It's yeah. like, they just do it, do it well. So good. It was really a high fashion editorial moment. It could have been a billboard. Yeah, honestly, like it was so well produced, well filmed. Ugh, power of yes. four needs one. You're watching Victoria. More, literally. <laughs> Fast forward to next year, she comes out in a gold Gucci dress. <laughs> God, I wish. I know, me too. Well, speaking of well curated, I, I believe it is time to get into our main event, which visually is the most overstimulating, overwhelming, incredible visual of the year for sure. Yes. Beyonce. About none other than Beyonce's Black is King, available now on. Disney Plus. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Will never be sponsored by Disney Plus. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, wow. I don't know where to begin, actually. Well, we'll I see. know where to begin. Oh. Which character do you have as your Disney Plus avatar? That's what I want to know. Oh, I don't... I didn't have to set one when I downloaded it. Oh. <laughs> well, is it because you did... I, I mean, I did it on my phone app. Yeah. Oh. I'm Ariel. I didn't have to do that. Oh. Or maybe I did and didn't know. Yeah, like my whole family is like on the same one. Oh. And so like my mom is um, the blonde girl from Frozen. My sister is um, Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that's I'm cute. Ariel. And then my brother is Buzz Lightyear. Wait, I'm mad that I don't have a character now. This is really bothering me. Well, get on that. 
Well, I'm going to because right now I am checking because I'm sure that I... Oh, maybe it's because I've never... Did you have to create a password? Like, I mean, a like online... An account? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everyone leave a comment below. Which Disney character do you think Brad is? Oh, I mean, mine is automatically Mickey. (laughs) (laughs) Which checks out. That's fine. Well... That was the suspense is over. It's it's Mickey. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yes, Beyonce has released a film on Disney Plus that. Is so it? it's the um, Lion King came first, accompanying album The Gift, and now this is the visual accompaniment to The Gift. But it is still like spiritually linked to the Lion King, right? Um, and then her modern interpretation. Gotcha. Okay, I was confused of like the Lion King overlays, but like, yeah. now that makes sense. Totally. It was yeah. It's a reverse Warholian Lion King experience. Gotcha. <laughs> so Beyonce shot and filmed this at the second half of 2019, I believe, and I just the amount of time that has had to have gone into this, the easiest way for me to describe it is that every shot in this film feels like the one incredible moment from a music video that you remember, but it's just a whole visual of those moments. There's so many moments where you're like, that is like the the scene stealing moment. And it's the whole thing is that it's truly so vast and impressive in scope impressive in personnel the sheer amount of african designers people inputting in the story in the in the music production i it was also shot like in south africa ghana nigeria and all over the world i just don't actually understand how she exists yeah i agree with all of that sentiment um i watched this and my jaw was on the floor numerous times. It's just on a different level. It is, I mean, yeah. She is truly a legend on a different planet. Like, it is just... And I always, like, the thing is, like, I'm always thinking to myself, how is she going to top this? Like, when she did the surprise yeah. album with the full visual yeah. album, I was floored. And that is actually the moment where I became a Beyonce, like, fan where I was like really hooked in. I was like, Oh wow. And then she just went up like just the performances and then the medleys and then Coachella and then the Netflix film. It was like, she was constantly outdoing herself. And I'm like, there's no way she's going to outdo this. This is it. Like, and then this, I was like, like, this is just excellence. I can't think of any other word to describe it. Yeah, it is. I found this film extremely emotional. I was sobbing for a lot of it. Just the heart and the story and the culture and the art and the celebration of the music and the dance and the choreography. And I don't know. It just was like, I was watching it and I just thought like of all the children that are going to watch this and see themselves in the characters I, is it I, is it yeah. wrong to call yeah. them character but like the da- see themselves in the dancers and in the child actors that are in this and i 
it just, you know, not to get like super deep and emotional, but to get super deep and emotional, like I just <laughs> was watching this and thinking like, you know, how incredible for young kids to see this beautiful art and dance and music and just see themselves in it. And it's I mean, really an emphasis on kingdom and queendom and really just, I, I was thinking of the fact that it was on Disney plus the whole time and just like what that meant. Yeah. And you know, why that, why that platform and the audience it's going to reach and the messages that it sends about family about taking care of your own, your responsibilities, your your lineage, and embracing and upholding your heritage. And I thought it had really nice and positive messages that kids would feel empowered by. Yeah. Um, and just the imagery of it. A lot of actual kids in the in the production. Um, I love that. How yeah. it was like you saw the child actors playing like a almost like a. A, a child version of Beyonce and Jay Z, like you saw the, yeah. the. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. Not that there's like anything crazy to spoil, but right. I mean, you'll see it when you watch, like the juxtaposition between the the kids and then seeing Beyonce, and it's like, it's it's giving that message of like, I I don't know, like even just the opening scene with the song "Bigger." Yeah, I was like thinking about how an adult watching that, like, I mean, I started sobbing, like just the message of the lyrics and, you know, seeing the the universe and the earth and this, and just everything that's going on right now. It's like the lyrics of the song talking about how we're all a part of something bigger. And it just, I thought it was very inspiring for me as an adult. But then I also thought, you know, a little kid watching this is going to be like, wow, you know, I, I could start crying again. if just thinking about it. <laughs> I, Definitely agree with you. I think especially ones like Brown Skin Girl. And that was the one that, at that point, I definitely got a little emotional when she was just beaming at Kelly Rowland, Collegend, just having that little Destiny's Child moment. And also it being her whole uh, maternal side of the family, you know, it was yeah. Mama Tina. And, that one shot uh, of them on that oh, dock, I was just yeah. like, oh my God, like... There's so many powerful shots without any music or words that that are so incredible on the screen. I thought one of the most powerful images, actually, I think it was during that one, but maybe not, was when they were all turned around showing their different um, hair patterns and styles. Yeah, like, but there's so many. There's so many moments in it. Really loved um, "Find Your Way Back." I thought that was really cool. Mm. Um, I think for anyone who didn't explore the soundtrack because it was Lion King, which is in, uh, it's reasonable because, you know, when you see this a Disney project, you're like, okay, it's not for me. But if you actually watch it, you realize like a lot of these songs are also just like cool pop songs with like inspirational messages that are not just about the Lion King fairy directly. It, it can be taken out of this project. And I feel like that kind of is doing justice to the album, which is also really cool and, and done super well that people might have overlooked originally. Um, are the songs that are in Black is King, did they come out a year ago? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm a flop. I literally <laughs> thought that so this was the debut Lion of the songs. Is the, oh, yeah. Well, it was the album that came out with The Lion King, and it's already Got won, it. like... Um, nom- it was already nominated the Grammys and everything. Um, oh, wow. But, yeah. But well. <laughs> to your point, I feel like a lot of people saw a Lion King soundtrack, and they were passed right through that not because yeah you know just but um i just think this was really clever at 
tying still tying to the heart of this was Lion King inspired, but making it so much more sort of a universal message about black solidarity and black history and the research that has come in. So my one gripe with this, which isn't actually a gripe, but it's a thing that I could recommend to Disney. It would be on their end to do is like, it would be so cool if this had outlines or like question mark symbols that come up during it, where you can click and see what her reference was, because there are so many moments where she is alluding to something or like referencing something that this could also be like a total educational experience. Oh, it could like, literally I could picture, be a mini series. Like totally. Like you could click on it. It could be like, first of all, you could do that for the fashion alone. But then you could be like, for this the choreography to this dance from this tradition. It could be rich. It is rich. And obviously I'm not putting on her to do that work and everything, but like, no, it's true. I just watched the whole time being like, this could be a whole lesson in all these things. But yeah, I definitely, my most emotional moment was definitely by the, um, the point of um, the ballad um, where she is bringing the basket to the river. Oh, yes. Oh, the lyrics of that song just. And the visuals. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That was really powerful, also, especially at the end, too. Um, was also excellent. Um, just really well done. And this is an age of TikTok and attention spans are not there, but this really held is very captivating. Yeah. I wanted more. Uh, for sure. Uh, I think that she really has found that ever since, I mean, honestly, B-Day visual album, uh, her best bet in communicating a, f- a mood forever is a visual. Like she sells it. Even yeah. more when she has a full package. Like, I wrote down some notes of my favorite scenes. Oh, so many. The royal blue outfit, like in the beginning where she's in front of the waterfall. Yeah. Gasped. <laughs> the full diamond studded cat suits in the desert, which is like in the beginning half of it. Oh, yeah. I believe that was stunning. Um, find your way. That was really incredible and like the silver one where she's like in the nighttime on the beach i mean just like jaw dropping looks also i think my favorite one because like i kind of want to like wear it is the holographic ish like metallic puff jacket where she's on yeah oh and the fucking matching boots that's the other thing too like the looks and just the styling. High editorial. The fucking, like the shoes and the jackets and the cult. Like, it is just all, um, like, she looks incredible in every fucking color of the rainbow. I would say one of my favorites also is her in the boat with the flowers because it's reminiscent Ooh. of her pregnancy announcement. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's shots like that or the one of her on the stairwell with her Rapunzel-like hair that went all the way down. Yeah. Forever. Oh, The teal fringe, that gigantic hat. And, like, as I said, like, all of these are stun shots that you would be like, that was the big moment of the music video. But these, there's so many of these throughout the whole thing that are like, that's just another shot? That's just... Yeah. Like, you just set up... like that's, And it, sometimes they're only for six seconds. And you're mm-hmm. like, that whole thing... I also put uh, the really, really wide shot where she's floating in the ocean. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just like, 
how did they film that? Like, did they CGI that? Like, did they just drop Beyonce? Like, I was just like, what, what, did someone just drop Beyonce in the ocean? Like, what? Like, they did. Yeah, they plucked her out after. Yeah. I literally felt like um, that fish in Finding Nemo. Remember when Finding like, Nemo like swims out and they're all like shook and they're yeah. like waiting on like the ledge? I was literally like, oh my gosh, Beyonce is swimming out to sea. Like, I was just like, I, like my jaw hit the floor. And then I was like, from a technical standpoint, I'm like, what if, like, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? It just was like stunning. And like the red with the fireworks and. Uh, it's, oh, the red with the fireworks. Yeah, that. The standout song for me was uh, My Power. That song, like, I don't know yeah. what it was. Like, I feel like it was almost, because it was towards the end and like, there's something about like Beyonce when she gets a little bit of that like grit in her, yeah. like very yeah. like Super Bowl performance because it's like, you know, she is flawless. She can dance. She can sing. And when like that comes out, yeah. it just is like, it, it gives me like, I literally like full body chill when she comes down like that hallway and was like singing the, the beat. Oh my God. Yeah. She also had that very um, growly on mood forever, which yes. is like probably the most fun one on there. That's like the most like uh, ornate over the top. Um, it's really good. The line about Ramada in, I screamed. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so slick and so good. And I'm like, it just made me think of uh, the, the meme. Like you, you are Beyonce. And she's just yeah. like, Thank you. And I'm like, you, you are like, you are, yeah. you are Beyonce <laughs> and I am at the Ramada Inn. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, it's cockiness in a way that is like inspiring because it's like, you are Beyonce, you are excellence. And like, I don't know. But she's giving it back to so many people and like so many right. people are featured and also being paid for this. And, you know, it's such a production as, as much as like, you know, she is at the center of it. It's like so much about the full picture, you know, the the universe that she creates. And also it's really cool that at this point, the family is just sort of like part of her narrative now. Like, yeah, we've met all of them in the visuals at this point and she keeps a, a close circle. And that's the other thing I I've been getting really into powerful. on social today is like, now that everyone's NDA is not like not expired, but like they can talk about it. Or all of the artists that worked on this project are now yeah, able to say, you know, yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing like the body painter who did the scene in the tree with like the teals and the greens. Um, the stylist who did the sunglasses. I saw like the fashion designers, like I'm, I'm slowly finding all of the artists and, and people who are involved. And I'm like going through their pages and just scrolling and like looking at everything. And it's just, it's so cool. Like, I just love it. I completely agree. Um, and she's not chasing all the, fashion. the charts anymore. Like, that's the other thing, too, is like... Yeah. She's creating art. Yeah, it's so far beyond making a hit at this point um, for her, which, you know, this is a legacy that she's creating for herself, and it's just in impressive to watch and see and enjoy. And it means so much to so many people, Um in, on so many levels that is pretty awe-inspiring. And she's she's just so officially up there with, you know, MJ and Prince and Bowie and maybe a few others that are just considered the greatest performers and entertainers of our generation. 
as yeah. far as what they've created. And yeah, she does not need a Billboard Hot 100 hit. No, she's already got them. <laughs> she's already done said, that. <laughs> if she'd like to do the DC Reunited tour, I would be here for that. But <laughs> I... I actually think that's more fitting now because it's like she yeah. really has dominated everywhere. And like you said in the one episode that we did where we talked about that rumor. Yeah. It would be nice to have that sort of escape to yeah more where she came from musically. Right. And like just an opportunity sort of to just go and have fun. Yeah. That feels like the equivalent of a greatest hits moment where she can be like, you know, here, here's where I came from. Let me honor and celebrate it. Yeah. But We'll see, but all I can say is that this was extremely impressive. Not that I expected anything less, and uh, I highly recommend you watch. Um, and it also really makes me appreciate the music a lot more now that I have like a visual to go with that. Like other side, the ballad that I was talking about is just so emotional. Thinking of her carrying the child now to me, yeah. So kudos to Beyonce. I mean, she's just Beyonce. Thank you. So good. (laughs) Yeah. Also just so inspiring from a technical standpoint too, like the cinematography, the audio mixing, the visuals to watch it. Cause if you're thinking of it from a production standpoint, you're like, Oh my God, like the setup to do, to do the outfit change in the same pose and all of that. You're like, Oh my God, like exhausting. I will admit like it did take me probably three hours to finish it because I kept rewinding. Yeah, it's... So I need to do it again? It is, yeah. I'm like, how'd they do that? Oh my gosh, like, I gasped, then rewind, I'd gasp again, then I'd pause. I was like, you know, every still is like a glamour shot. It really, Um, really is. Yeah. So, truly another artistic feat, another accomplishment in the books. Give it up for her, wasn't she amazing? Honestly. Well... That is that's a nice way to end on a high note because that will stand out as one of the best things that happened this year. Oh, hands down. So, can she get a Emmy for that? I think so because it's an Oscar. Disney. So, well, actually, oh, I actually don't know what it counts for. Maybe because it's streaming, it could be an Oscar. It's going to get something. She directed it. So, best yeah. director. Which means all she'll have to do, I mean, assuming she sweeps everything else, is do something theater next. I think she could handle that. She's going to end up doing like her own theater. She's going to build a theater, and then she's going to star in it and cast it. I mean, the story of this movie could be a show. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. Oh, wait a minute. That Just might saying. Be she could go for the the relaunch of Lion King, yep. if they it ever happens again. Black as King, and then she could do it the first run of it mm-hmm. totally there we go EGOT. that's a concept that's an egot concept i think we should have that conversation <laughs> <sighs> well that is a that's a lot to take in sure it's is. A lot we've covered this week <sighs> well anything else no well we hope that all of you are staying safe at home watching black is king on disney plus and enjoying all the new music recommendations. And while you're on Disney Plus, uh, Jonas LA is also available. <laughs> Speaking of Oscar <laughs> award worthy productions, that also has its own album. Is Camp Rock show. on there? It must I think be. so. Okay, well then s- spend some time on Disney Plus. Yeah. 
Camp Rock is I you know what? Maybe that's what I'll do next. <laughs> from Black is King to Camp Rock. <laughs> very, very unbrand for me. Um, similar. Yes. Is that where Make a Wave came from? No, that was for Save the Turtles or something. <laughs> that's a bop. Okay. That should have won a Grammy. Disney's friends for change. Okay. Yeah, that was a charity campaign. Yeah, iconic. We'll get into Disney's friends for change make a wave. (laughs) 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 Which won at the Do Something Awards in 2011 and charted at number 84 (laughs) on the Hot 100, which is difficult to get. Not everyone has. (laughs) Honestly, with our Disney Plus accounts, we need to start doing our research. (laughs) We have no excuse anymore. We really do. Well, we'll end on that note. Another idea for another day. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, until next week, which what's happening next week? Anything that we know about? Um, nothing that we know of. Great. Oh, Cascade's performing. Um, uh, <laughs> You'll, it'll be coming out the same time that this episode's posting, so we can't talk about it, but we can talk about it next week. He's doing Lollapalooza, but he is streaming like in like these empty, it's like foggy and it's empty and it's, I don't know, I'm excited for it. Well, good. I'm glad that you have something that brings, that sparks joy <laughs> in this time. Yeah. All right, everyone. Until then, we will, we will see you soon. mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.